to Film Club number 9. In this episode, we're talking spoilers for the new film Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in cinemas now, and the 2009 film Cloudy of a Chance of Meatballs, available on Netflix. Where did you get this from? This morning? Um, Father Christmas. Oh. Santa Claus bought it for me. And it's very dusty, as you can see. But uh, I, sorry about that. I will fix that. Sorry, Wally. Ironically, because he's all about cleaning up. And he is, in fact, not clean. That's true. Also, one of the most beloved animated films of our time. Yeah. Um, I like, because it's sort of silent filmy. Very much like that. Yeah, definitely. And um, we were watching on Boxing Day. I put all this together while we were watching... Wally. Loads of Only Fools and Horses. Ah, not Wally. No, no, no. In the background. Classic Christmas vibes. On gold. Of Only Fools and Horses, then a Wally special? No, because that was released after. Right, yeah. I think we've exhausted that conversation. I think so. Welcome to the Focus Film Podcast. I'm Gareth. I'm Ellis. We've never done this no, before. <laughs> probably should, though. You know who yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, and we're going to talk about two films today. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to... No. Yeah. Yes, we're going to talk about Cloudy of a Chance of Meatballs. It's our classic film from 2009, yeah. directed by Peter Lord, no, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who have since taken over and kind of headed up a lot of Sony films, in particular, the one we're talking about today, which is our new release, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which was directed by Joaquin Dos Santos, Justin K. Thompson and Kemp Powers. Excellent choices, Alice. I felt that we had to pick across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. It was inevitable. Yeah. And then I I didn't know what... I nearly picked Surf's Up because it's Sony animation, but then I thought you'd kill me. Yeah, you're notable for your love of that film. <laughs> it's a great film. Is it Sony? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I went with Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs because it was, I believe, the first one that Lord and Miller directed. Mm-hmm. And since they've obviously they directed a Lego movie, but they've also gone to produce Lego Batman, Mitchell's vs. the Machines, all the Lego movies, and the two Spider Verse films as well. So it felt like a good a good pick. Yeah, definitely. Um, and when I first when the first Spider Man film I watched um, at home on my birthday alone during oh, COVID. Yes, yeah. I had the time of my life. I didn't know what to expect, and it was amazing. See, when I watched the first Spider-Verse for the first time, I was like, eh. I just clearly wasn't in the mood, because then when I watched it a second time, I was like, oh no, this is fantastic, and I five-starred it. And across the Spider-Verse, to get straight into initial reactions, I'm still unsure on a star rating. I still haven't decided. So you're a bit eh about it? Not eh, I know it's great. But there's a few things that I had struggles, troubles with. Talk to me, this is an open space. I think the thing is, this film was hyped before it had released. Mm. Everyone was saying it's going to be brilliant before it released. And it is brilliant. I would still use that adjective. However, I found there were some pacing issues in the same way I had pacing issues with The Two Towers, The Lord of the Rings, which is the middle of a trilogy. In that I feel like that, that film exists so much within the two either side of it and so much feels like the middle of a story and there's people saying you can't judge across the Spider-Verse because it's not a complete story and I don't agree with that because it's still its own film but I think I had troubles and found it was paced strangely because it's the middle of a story because it comes between 
into the Spider-Verse and will now be beyond the Spider-Verse. So that was my first problem. And then I also had a bit of an issue with the whole plot thing of Spider-Man don't care about people dying because it's all the fate of the multiverses. I was a bit like, hold on, come on. All these Spider-People are all bad Mm -hmm. in that way. Well, it's out of their hands for a lot of them. But the main one, what's his name? The big one, (laughs) Spider-Man. Because that's the names. Yeah. The, the, the villain the, one. The, the, yeah, the, the chief one. 99 I think he one was putting one. that on people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whereas Peter Parker was a bit like, well, it's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Brainwashed. I love him. I love that, mm. that version of Spider-Man, that mm. version of Peter Parker. But what were your initial reactions? Um, I'm really glad I watched it in cinema because it's bloody glorious. Yeah. Apart from the fact that the sound was off. Well, this is the other reason why I haven't made a decision, because I was so infuriated by the sound being off. Mm. But apparently they've had to resend out the, like, version of it to all the cinemas again, because they've admitted there was an issue. So we need to go again, basically. We need to go again. Um, I loved it. I The first, is it a prologue, I guess it is, with the Gwen's Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. Absolutely sensational masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. The the style of it is very comic booky, but also it has the watercolour yeah. effect. Later on when she's arguing with his, her dad. Yeah, and it's all like running down the walls. Just taken aback at how beautiful it yeah. looks. Um, but that really set the tone. But the, I didn't even realise that the opening hadn't finished until her story finished. And it's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's really cool. This is the thing we, like, and we're going to do it throughout this whole episode is talk about these things that were brilliant in this film. And I appreciate how excellent it was and some of the comedy, like, little gags happening, like in the first one, happening in the background of things, I just thought were absolutely brilliant. Or like the Lego bit. Genius. The Lego bit was so funny. I was proper laughing at that. My favourite, one of my favourite visual gags ever is when there was the T-Rex Spider-Man and he's running and then he like does like a punch in the air and obviously usually in comics there's like bang or crash or, mm. but the, obviously in Spider-Man it's often thwip. Yeah. And when it was the T-Rex, it said T-whip. Uh, I thought that was genius. I didn't notice that. This is the other thing. You could go back to it time and time again. I'd love to look through it like still by still. And just look at every, and just pick it all apart. There's so much going on. The um, the last few months, I've really come into focus what makes something a five star for me. And I think you're on board. Mm-hmm. Is the idea that you want to you you just want to watch it straight away? Yeah, yeah. You want to watch it again? Yeah. And I had that with this. Yeah. And that's your first sign that it's yeah worthy of a five star. Well, the only five I've given this year is Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. And I came out of that like, oh, that was amazing. I loved it. Uh, and I think because I didn't with this, that's why I've been hesitant because I didn't instantly finish it and go, whoa, mm-hmm. even though I was so gripped by it. But I think genuinely, I think the sound played a massive issue. We kind of, in a person's perspective, you take for granted how good you sit down and you just expect the cinema experience to be good. Mm-hmm. But one thing's off and you're just like, what? Yeah. I mean, it's their job at the end of the day, but you know, you can't hear it. I think there was a line right at the end of the film. I just couldn't hear what well, they said. This is the Gwen bit. I was like, this looks amazing, but I, don't, I can't hear anything they're saying. All the lines for me were like, mm. it was like the dialogue was at the front of the cinema and yeah. they'd surrounded all of the music yeah. and the sound effects. That's why I sat at the front because I tried to hear it mm. and it didn't still work, obviously. No. 
My brother went to see it, however, at the XLR screening at the showcase. Similar things to the iSense. Mm-hmm. And he said it was amazing. You could hear everything. The sound was unbelievable. So I think it's certain cinemas, the way that it's pro- their surround thing is programmed, I think. Got it. Yeah, I just loved every minute of it. I know what you mean about the pacing. That was the only thing I thought, this is going on a bit. When's it going to end? And then it just ended. Yeah. Because it's building up to the second one. You know it's going to, yeah. I think that was it. And it was kind of like, I didn't mind that. And I thought the cliffhanger, when they revealed, the moment when they reveal Miles, hmm. To, and he's face to face with Miles, with himself in the other universe. That whole bit, the way it played out, like you've got him going into his bedroom and they realise he's in the wrong universe. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is... And the uncle walks in. I just thought that was wicked. I thought it was so good. I think it was... I don't know at what point it. I, I thought it lulled or that it struggled with pace because like the Spider-Verse actual bit was great. I loved all the stuff on the roof party that the family were having. Uh, and he has a really good conversation with his mum in that bit as well. So I don't, I can't think about exactly what it is. I think it's just in general. I thought the pacing of the film, the way it was all played out, it was aware that it was. It was like we'd just been thrown into the middle of a story. And obviously, I know what that story is because I've seen Into the Spider Verse as of you. And you'd be weird to go into this without seeing Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, so I'm not I think that. it was when they started chasing him. Yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking, where's this going? Yeah, yeah. We've we've gone through a lot here. Now I feel like I'm starting a new strand of the story. Yeah. When's this going to happen? I also didn't know how long it was. Two hours, 20 minutes. Long. Um, I think that must be the one of the longest Western animated films. Yeah. And I just, because I, I just happened, I, I just thought I'm just going to go and watch it. But I, just, I didn't really do any th- thinking about how long it would be. Right. Yeah. So maybe that played a factor. But I really liked, you know, the villain with the spotty one. The spot. <laughs> the spot. <laughs> he sort of introduced in such a nonchalant way. Yeah. That it, that it surprised me that he became the main villain. Well, it's the villain of the week thing they keep coming yeah, back to, yeah. isn't it? And then, yeah. yeah, he's just out of nowhere. You're like, oh, well, he's yeah. a big deal. We'll get back to Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. We've talked the arse out of it already. We have. Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs. Now, you said you watched this when you were a kid. Five, do you say? Ten. Ten. Double that. Um, <laughs> I was 10. You were 10. And you th- rewatched it last week? Yeah. I think it was a blockbuster purchase. Really? Me, was the first time I watched wow. it. Wow. Nice. I think so. Mine was a love film, I think right. it was originally. And was it when it came out that sort of time, 2009 or later? Maybe a bit later than that. It's, I think, because it was at a time when. Disney were kind of coming back with things like Tangled and Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. And Pixar were like at the top of their game. They'd just released um, Wally mm-hmm. and Up and Toy Story 3. Or they were just about to release Toy Story 3. I think because of that, and the studios were very much in a, in not a battle, but like there were good films coming out. DreamWorks were doing good stuff as well uh, in the height of their Kung Fu Panda era. I think Cloudy Over Chance Meatballs was something completely different. Similar to what Spider-Verse did when that came out, Cloud Over Chance Meatballs was not a studio, or it was because it was Sony, but it was a small studio that only really had the surfs up film open yeah. season. And I it just came out of nowhere. It just hit I back. think I saw the title. I thought, what? Don't be yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. But it's sort of a, a good film hidden behind a weird title. Yeah. Especially but when... But it's I, a weird film. Like, it's, it's exploring weird. how weird people are. Yeah. I think that's what I really like about it. Like, Flint 
in particular is a weird guy. Yeah. There's that brilliant bit when uh, Sam takes her glasses off, uh, puts her glasses on, sorry, for the first time. She sees him in full focus. She goes, oh! <laughs> As if, like, she didn't expect him to look yeah. uh, exactly how he does. So, But it's sort of got hints to where Sony Animation were going in yeah. terms of the humour, how slightly off-key it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trying new things. Because I kind of thought it was going to be a bit... Minion-y. You know, mm. the... What, yeah. what are they? What? Despicable Me. Yeah, but what's their brand? Oh, Illumination. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. going to be a bit I'm not a fan of that stuff. And it wasn't. It's really grown-up grown humour, really. Yeah. Especially the first 20 minutes, which is bonkers, and it's really funny jokes. Mm. It sort of settles into that after a while. Yeah. But it's quite self-aware, isn't it? The first yeah, yeah, yeah. Hour. Well, there's the bit like with the dad, with his eyebrow mm. over the... Yeah. Yeah. And then when he raises that up, yeah. like the, yeah. And really I cool. think you said in uh, in TikTok, check the TikTok uh, about the the splash zone, and he's absolutely buzzing for the splash zone, and all of a sudden, everyone gets splashed but him. Yeah, and yeah, like, and he's like, ah. <laughs> it's just yeah. little gags like that. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. And my favourite one is when you see a guy. I think I had this in the TikTok as well. Uh, there's a guy runs in smashes a tv shop steals a tv and runs out and then there's the tv with legs that smashes in and steals a man <laughs> so, but i wouldn't be surprised if they put in the tv invention earlier in the film just so they could have that gag yeah because that's what sony seems to do they seem to set things up so cleverly just to use it for a gag later on yeah and it's quite simpsons future armory humor that yeah. Futurama was still around then, I think. Yeah, I think so. I watched that the other day. It's, it's good. I haven't seen much of Futurama. I know enough about it, but I haven't seen much it of it. sort of flew under the radar. Mm. It's, it's class. Yeah. But yeah, it's that sort of grown-up animation humour. Because everyone thought Simpsons was a kid's thing, but it really isn't. No, it's not. It's quite hard. Apparently, I hear Simpsons is back. I hear this. I was, there was an article yeah. when now um, Simpsons is funny again. Yeah. I was, that's exactly what I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came up on my news. I used to get on it. Yeah. I did, I did watch one recently. I thought it was funnier than I thought. Yeah. I didn't laugh, but I thought that. Sure. But they've got the little gags everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It also goes back to a time when, like, because a lot of humour for a while in animation did the family guy thing. It was like, oh, this is just like that time that this happened. And then they show it. Ruined it. Uh, and I think this is like, Clyde of Chance Me was doing something a bit more clever. Simpsons did that for a while. Mm. That's why it. they dropped... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything about Clary with Chance Meatballs that you weren't as much of a fan of? I think the first half an hour was so powerful it sort of lost lost it for me a bit. Once they st- once it started going AWOL with the food, yeah. it started going into normal um family film territory, I think. Yeah. High stakes, but then it's all fine. And it's because he's made a mistake. Um he's got too greedy. There's a lot of steak puns in here because that's the first time you see the big food when the steak's falling. And you said, mistake, there's a lot of steaks. Yeah, yeah. And they ham it up (laughs) (laughs) quite a lot. (laughs) We haven't even thought about this. Why have we not put any more puns in it? That was cheesy, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well done. Thank you. Steak. (laughs) Steak. That That was a similar... That time. Oh, nice. Sizzler. Yeah. More like. That one wasn't even meant to be it, you know. Desperately. Thank we, you could, we could... This is it now. I'm done now. Yeah. I'm done yeah. now. 
It's rare that something gives you this many opportunities for for steak puns. It is rare. You know? Um, Medium. Anything medium? We need a medium. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Was Cardi with a chance meatballs a cash cow? How much did it make at the box office? <laughs> yes. Let's have a look, shall we? Yeah. Uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs in other countries. Oh, that's among the country later because that's a lot of fun. Um, box office. So $243 million. Wow. That's how much it made. Is that how much it cost? That's too much to ask. Oh, for God's sake. I'll be able to find that out in here, I reckon. Let's have a look. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems a lot of money to make, isn't it? 243. Well, for comparison, let's have a look at Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, uh, right, yeah. Not the new one. No, yeah, the new one. The new one's called Across. Oh, yeah, yeah. At uh, to date, right? To date, yeah, at the minute. Yeah. So we're recording this on this the... fresh. What, 13th of June? And it's made 390 million. So it's made more than Cloudy with a Chance Meatballs in its opening Here's the thing. Week. Get to the cinema, folks, because it's leaving in July and then it might be on streamers in August. Yes. But they're, they're extending it to the whole of July. Hmm. However, in July, you've got a new Mission Impossible film. You've got Oppenheimer. You've got Barbie. Plus we've got Elemental, Pixar film. And you've got an Indiana Jones film at the end of this month. So there's not going to be many screenings of Spider-Verse because there's so much else going on. You do what my mum does and you count starting with your little finger. Okay. And I, one, two, three, four, and you go with my index starting and you go little. The you thing is, I feel like it's impossible. in order because I'm going... Why is that in order? Because I'm Depends going from start. one side to... Yeah, but when I'm you do this from one way, side to the other here as well. You save your little finger to last. Yeah, because it's the last one. No, but you went like that first. One. One. Right. Okay, so you're already starting partway through. Because <laughs> you've got one here. One. No, because you're thinking I'm going to say three. only up to four. But hello. Surprise fifth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Firstly. I'll start with this one. Every day. And then that one. Anyway, that's by the by. Anyway. So it's 390 right. million. Podcast. It's not. F- Hang on. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Box office. Let's have a look. Where Spider-Verse is ranking them. I should really just screenshot these things. That would be easier. Okay, so we're sitting in seventh at the minute. Not made quite as much as The Little Mermaid yet. But it has made more than Creed 3, Dungeons & Dragons, Shazam, Cocaine Bear. Dungeons & Dragons is so great. I need to order the tin for that. Yeah. That's a tin purchase. Definitely. I bet it's got a good one as well. I'd hope so. Sometimes the film comes out and then it doesn't, and like Puss in Boots. I was hoping for a tin. Nothing. With this though, with because I've given this a five, and five means you five means buy. Yeah. See, you you introduced me to this. You said five should mean buy, and I was like, I was, think I've got a lot of five star. Oh, I only started it knowing you. Well, I've only started it knowing you. We started at the same time. <laughs> That's lovely. But I watched being John Malkovich is the week gave it a five, and I haven't <laughs> I haven't ordered it yet. No, I haven't ordered. Um, all of my fives yet, but I'm just saying five, five means bye. But <laughs> with Spider-Verse, obviously you've got a third one coming out. Box set. The box set tin is going to be popping off, surely. Yeah, man. 
I bet it's going to have the Spider-Man head and like split into three. Yes. That'd be nice. Or it'll be one of those where the where you angle your box Ooh, means you get a different yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. So one will be with his mask off, one will be with his mask on. Question for you. In this Spider-Man film, what was your favourite Spider-Man? Who was your favourite Spider-Man? Oh, good question. Because in the first one, it was Spider-Ham. Mm. Mm-hmm. My hands are wet because I just washed them. No other reason. Classic. <laughs> uh, in this one, I mean, not a Spider-Man, but seeing Donald Glover in there, mm-hmm. in live action. I'm trying to think of different ones. I really enjoyed Spider-Punk. The art style of him, Daniel Kaluuya's He's voice. my favourite one. Yeah. It's so, it looks so good. Yeah. It's so cool. Him and the Indian one. See, I didn't... I think he was one where the sound... I could never really hear what he was saying. Oh, really? So, I didn't get him as much, which was a shame. I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Hobie, Hobie Brown. That's Spider it, Punk. yeah. Yeah. So cool. I hope he's back. He is back in the third one. Yeah, yeah. Well, she has that team at the end, yeah, doesn't she? That just... Yeah. Like Spider-Ham and Nicolas Cage's one were there. I was like, yeah. yes! Yeah. Yeah. So Nicholas Cage just won the black and white one. Yeah. He oh, was so sick. cool. I need to go watch it again, yeah. the first one. And then there was the anime one as well. Mm. I didn't like that one as much, but still cool. Here's what I'm saying, Alice. I know you've not started yet, but we're talking about this like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think I'm on a five. If you were to... There you go. I think I am. I think I am, but... This is why we've joined together today to talk about this. Definitely, so you can actually yeah. realise what's Let it all out. Yeah. I think it is a five, but I just... I want to watch it again because I didn't come out of this... Usually when I see a five-star film, I come out of the cinema and no. Mm. It's like a one-star. You know if a film's a one-star, you know if a film's a five-star. The ones in between, I often sit on for a little bit, think about. Sometimes you know straight away. But with this, I didn't... I came out and I was like, I don't know, because I did really enjoy it, but at the same time... I was irritated by the sound. I was thinking, what when does this end? This feels weird. it's just so like whoa, 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 like one after the other, just high like speed just doesn't stop. I think I was a bit like, oh, Jesus Christ, like mm. by the end I was like, I haven't actually thought about anything at any point. Just thought about it. The Miles' dad has a bit of um Cloudy the Chance Meatball dad vibes. Yes. Doesn't he? You know the dad is voiced by Mr. T? In Cloudy with Chance Meatballs. I didn't know this. So I watched a behind the scenes thing of all the voice cast. And this could be a fact, fact from the past. Rewind. This is your turn this Cue time. Cue the theme tune. Facts from the past. We've, we've got one. Oh, right. <laughs> play it. <laughs> we didn't play it for box office, but uh, well, hopefully I'll switch it in. Um... <laughs> Facts from the past. Yeah, the cast. So you have Bill Hader as Flint Lockwood and Anna Faris, who is the one who has Monica and Chandler's baby in Friends. She is Sam. Are you okay? (laughs) Uh, And they recorded their stuff together. Right. And they, like, when they were talking with, like, their mouthful, they were made to eat. So, like, there's videos online of them eating hamburgers while they're talking. So she's, like, talking about the mouthful. So it adds a little bit of something to it. But then the producers came to Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and they were fairly new to filmmaking. And they were like, the dad, what about Mr. T? And they were like, 
we can get Mr. T? <laughs> they were like, yeah, probably. And they were like, I mean, yes, if we can get Mr. T, we should get... And they apparently met with him, showed him the scripts, and he has a really high-pitched giggle. So he kept going, <laughs> like he loved it. <laughs> so he was in. So yeah, Mr. T plays him. Um, who else in the cast? James Kahn from the Godfather films. Oh, the yeah. dad in Elf. He's the dad with the eyebrow. The monkey is someone famous. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. You know the guy? Right, yeah, yeah. But the big one that I didn't realise until the credits were rolling. Bruce Campbell, a.k.a. Mm. Ash from Evil Dead, is the mayor. Ah. So that's all-star cast, then. All-star cast. Absolutely brilliant cast. And they're all great. But yeah, they used a lot of eating and stuff. But the, the fact that I really like is that in Israel... The film is called It's Raining Falafel, as meatballs aren't really a popular dish in Israel. So it's called It's Raining Falafel. <laughs> which I think's oh which I think's really funny. What's this? They Wearing fell. Sunglasses. They oh, fell, right. so I just thought I'd oh. embrace it. But there's from some facts from the past for you. I was gonna say which do you prefer, but it's obviously across the spider-verse. Yes. However, I would say that Across the Spider-Verse is bound to be good. Yeah. Whereas Clary the Chance of Meatballs on paper sounds like a heap of trash. Like yeah. just, the, like I say, the name. Besides, like, well, yeah. Not a heap of trash, but at least a kid's film. Yeah. Aimed at kids, but it's not. And it's aiming a lot higher than maybe it should be. Or yeah. Maybe it could yeah, yeah, yeah. Been. Well, the speech at the end with the, with they put the thing on the dad. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. I think I did. I didn't watch it for a while because I didn't think it would be any good, mm. and I was really surprised. Then when I rewatched it last week, it felt the same. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is so good." It's brilliant. It's also a good rewatcher. Easy. Yeah, watching. yeah, yeah. But my one negative of it is it is slightly paced in uh, slightly weirdly paced, in the way that it kind of feels like it does the film. And then there's the bit when they go to the place where the food has come alive. Mm-hmm. And that bit feels like just a little add-on. Yeah. It doesn't feel like part of the same story. So that feels a bit weird. So like you said, at that point, it becomes a bit like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to end soon. But then there's good things going on in there, like Brent getting inside the chicken. Mm-hmm. What is your final review of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? <laughs> My final review um, <clears throat> ever I'm never going to review this again. Never? I'm giving never. it four stars. A surprising four stars. Same. I think it's witty. Like uh, Chris. Like Chris. <laughs> it's good to look at. It's surprising and um, rewatchable, like I said. So four star. No more. Could have been less, but I'm happy with four. Yeah. I finished it and I was like three or four and I was like I enjoyed it I absolutely loved it so it's a four mm-hmm. it's great and uh, Spider-Man your final review this is you've got to put it on your line now <laughs> okay I think I'll settle oh man coming into this there I was on a four have I talked you around I just think we've spoke yeah we've spoken about it and there's so many positives I think I think I know I'm going to enjoy it more the second time like I did into the Spider-Verse First time watching Spider-Verse, I did not give it a five star. I was like, eh, I need to watch it again. I, I tell you, in the last year, I've sort of slightly loosened the bolts on the five star. It doesn't have to be perfect, perfect, but it's got to give me that feeling. Yeah. Whereas I think I've tightened 
you've tightened. I've got 81 five stars out of my 1,400 films. I think I have about 80 something. Around there. I think it, I'm not going to check. I think it is about 82, 80. Yeah. So I don't get many, but sometimes when I watch something like this that had a couple of flaws for me, but not so much that it dented it. Yeah. But for like my, for Lord of the Rings, it goes, just to clarify, this is the bottom of the scale of film in general. Yeah, do it visually, yeah, on the podcast. Oh yeah, that's a good point. You, you, you find I'll, I'll describe five. it. Yeah. So it's Easy. like, imagine a chart. <laughs> imagine, a, imagine a five scale chart, right? And one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And I imagine Lord of the Rings, the first one's at five. Fellowship of the Rings at five. Yeah. Yeah. And then one notch down. One Ima- notch. Imagine it. Picture it in your Just mind's eye. Just picture it. The second one, two towers. Four. To four. Just one notch lower. So it comes five. lower. <laughs> so imagine a chart. Yeah. It comes lower. Five, five, by how many? Imagine this is the bottom. <laughs> that, that there, yeah. And then I five, see four. And then up again, five for a ten yeah. of the king. I, can, I get what you mean now, so you've gone five, four, five. Like a U, the letter yeah. U. Yeah. And I think Spider-Verse is the same, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a four. Mm. Could still love them all. Put your money where your mouth is. Five. Five. I'm going five as well. I thought it was great riot. It was... Um, Colourful, exciting, just what you want from a summer blockbuster. Yeah. Plus it had heart, it had, it was funny. And uh, you're going to look back at it and think, these are the... These are the days. These are the top films of our time. Well, I think as well, animation this year is top notch at the minute. It's got Puss in Boots and we've got this. But we've also got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the horizon. Mm. Pixar's Elementals on the horizon and a new Disney musical called Wish coming out at the end of the year. So it could be a really good year for Yeah. The thing I worry about with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I, I don't know if it's it's hopping on the fame of the animation style of Sony. It might be. However, it's a bit more claymation. Hmm. Which, speaking of claymation, Chicken Run 2 also comes out this year. I'm a little bit hmm. worried about that, but you know. But I was thinking about last year and how good film was last year. I think it was really good. And this year, I haven't been like blown away as much as I was last year at the cinema, especially. Well, this time last year, I remember thinking the same thing, but then it went mental. Yeah. And we're about to go mental, to be fair. We're halfway through the year, lad. Yeah. We are. We'll talk about that um, on the end of the month podcast. We will. But now, it's quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. For the quiz this month on Film Club number nine, I have got you either, I think you're going to get five out of five, <laughs> I think it's really easy, a food pun, pressure, or a Spider-Man quote. Right. So for example, another one beats the crust, an obvious food pun. Some of them, the puns aren't as obvious as right. you might seem, so you've got to try and figure out if they've got a food pun in there, or if they're just a quote from a Spider-Man comic or film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five questions. Number one, time is money. I think that is a pun. Yeah, time. Time. Time is money. Quiz time, 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 time. Time, T-H-Y-M-E. Exactly. There you go. One out of five. Two, I've been buried alive. I can't hear a pun in there, so I'm going to go Spider-Man. You're wrong. There's a pun in there, is there? 
buried. Bury. Like nice. a raspberry. Did you make that Yeah. Nice. Well, buried alive is it? But I just added the I've been to make you think it might be a Spider-Man mm-hmm. quote. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not five out of five already. One out of two. Three. This is my gift, my curse. Spider-Man. Correct. No pun in there. <laughs> Four. You are much stronger than you think you are. You are much stronger than you think. I think that's Spider-Man. You'd be right. Last one. You're a real piece of work. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Um, just, I think it's a good quote. It's funny. Yeah. I think that's a pun. You'd be right. Four out of five, Gareth. I think I can be forgiven for the berry one. I think so. A tough one. Hmm. And obviously the link there is that uh, kind of a chance of meatballs, food, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. So, I guess... Well, you tell me, but I imagine we're putting this on the wall, are we? Yeah, let's get them on the wall. Let me find the wall. I have it here, but I haven't added Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead Rise, so that's no good. Well, that's no... Oh, I see. Is it on here, though? Yeah. Oh, I suppose I can just add it on the list. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. I need to find you. It's so symbolic to find people. I know. We say this every month. We're like, oh... Letterboxd, if you're listening... Sort it out. I've got it. Here we bloody go. Okay. 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 So, five star then. What we're going to do first? Cloudy. Should we do Cloudy Let's first? Let's do Cloudy first, yeah. Cloudy. I like how we're already yeah. so familiar with it. <laughs> mm, right, let's have a look. So, it's four stars, so we're mingling with uh, Planes, Trains, Muppet Christmas Carol, Evil Dead, Banshees, Evil Dead Rise, White Noise, Social Network, Gladiator, Avatar... I think that's where it goes. I think it's the bottom of there. Like, above Megan. Above Megan. And under Avatar. That's a good place to be, really. I think so. Yeah. To be between those two films. I mean, I think a very weird selection of films there, to be fair. Uh, Avatar, Cloudy Chumps, Meatballs and Megan. So, in 15th place out of 24. That's not bad. Perfect. That's not bad going, is it? And then across the Spider-Verse... Well, here's a question I, I we haven't asked. I haven't asked you. Well, how does it compare to the first one for you? Can I you think compare? the first one's better, personally. Okay. What about you? I think they're about equitable, equal. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I need to watch the first one again. I've only watched it once. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I really want to do? Obviously, I'm getting married, so I'm financially crippled. But I want to get um, <laughs> some sort of cinema space projector yeah, yeah. Mm. vibe in the garage would be ideal wouldn't it you said about that before yeah money put a ring on it didn't I yes you did moments later <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. That's, that's just my dreams um, so we're going top end really aren't we because the top five are five star mm. which is the Truman Show the Dark Knight Top Gun Maverick Dune and Puss in Boots that well, swish is it better than Top Gun no. I'm going to say no is it better than Dune I'd say no is it better than Puss in Boots you'd say no I'd say no but you'd say yes that's true but last week last time you got your wish didn't you so you're saying it should go below just in here no no oh no well, sorry above just here I think most people would agree with that as well 
I think I'm against. Mm. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I think, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. So he's in fifth place. Fifth place with Puss in Boots going down to sixth. Fourth is June. Third is Top Gun Maverick. Second is A Dark Knight. And first is The Truman Show. Yeah. Loving this list. It's, it's wrecking up now. Mm. We need a day of like, I think when it gets to autumn, when it's a bit colder, we should watch a bunch. I keep saying it. And get loads in. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be a special. Yeah. But we need a mix of like weaker and stronger. Maybe get the listeners to recommend some. Yeah. A listener special. Yeah. Hello. Here he is. Do we have any listeners? Here we <laughs> if you're out there, follow us. Mum, Dad, give me some films to watch. <laughs> so it's my turn. To, are we on this now? Yeah, we're on this now. It's my turn to pick the next one. And I picked... You picked an old film and a new film. Yeah, so the the rules are brand new out in the next month so we can talk about it next time and you can go and watch it if you want. And then the other one is an old one. It has to be more than 10 years old. Yeah. And that's the only criteria. And linked somehow, we usually say, but... This feels like a a bit of a cop-out, but I think it's just the, the generation of films we're experiencing at the moment. They're all... Legacy characters, legacy sequels, superhero a lot, superhero, as well. and we're in summer, so it's going to be it's going to yeah. be that right. Yeah, and there are a couple of films coming out that fit that category. Mm. But I'm going for Mission Impossible. Oh, I'm going with the first one and the new one, and we're going to okay. compare how they've changed and which is better. Yep, and. Seeing if we can find whether Tom Cruise has aged a day or... I don't think he has. I think his skin is, like, falling away from the bone, <laughs> but he still looks young, doesn't he? He still, yeah, he looks exceptional. Well, good choices. Did you... Were you expecting that? No, I thought I was almost 100% certain that you were going to go for Dial of Destiny and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I love Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <laughs> I love Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah I really like the first one I don't think I've seen Fallout no I've I get confused with which ones I've seen I've seen the one when he climbs the thing in Dubai yeah and I uh, yeah been there been up that tower but not done right. the same thing as him no not that way you went on the inside on the inside in a lift and yeah. have you ever been attached to the side of a plane as it took off no or on the edge of a cliff not done that Jumped on over from one building's roof to another and cracked your leg. No. You? No. I've seen the first one and I've seen that one when he climbs the... Have you dangled into a, um, like a high security area to pick up something and nearly sweated on the floor? I do that like every other fortnight, so probably not as much as Ethan. Yeah. Ethan. But Ethan Hunt, right? Hunt? That's what I've heard. Yes. But Exciting. we'll find out if the mission truly is impossible. And also, while we're here, you've got to do a double bill. Because I gave you a different mission, hmm. which was to watch a double bill weirder than Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah, so if you're new to the podcast, we also have another one at the end of the month where we go through what we've been watching, we interview somebody, if we can get them. <laughs> it's all great, nice, chill drink and a chat. Got an interview lined up for the end of have you? this month as well. Mm-hmm. You can talk to me about that in a minute. Yeah, well... But yeah, we also do Challenge Gareth, where Ellis challenges me to do things, and this month is no different. You've challenged me to what well, you can tell me. 
I've challenged you to watch a double bill, Stranger Than, Oppenheimer and Barbie. Mm-hmm. And you have picked... Bratz. Yep. And The Hateful Eight. I think... The, the, the strangest the double bill. Smashed out the park. Smashed out the park, absolutely. It took a lot of thought. It wasn't easy, you know? So have you got a night in mind when you're going to do this? Absolutely. <laughs> and then I thought, actually, Hateful Eight's about seven hours long, isn't it? It's really good, though. I, th- I don't know if I texted it to you or not, but I think it'll be... One of your favourite Tarantinos. And which way round should I watch it? I'll do Bratz first, then Hateful Eight. It'd be funnier though if I did Bratz second. <laughs> <laughs> it would, because you'd see the calibre of the Hateful Eight and, then and see what filmmaking is, and then you'd watch Bratz. It'd be like that. <laughs> well, I might enjoy Bratz. You might. My missus loves it. You can follow us, if you want, on focusfilms.online which is our blog where everything's happening. You can subscribe to our newsletter there. And really we figured out that's the best place to be. Go and subscribe to the newsletter and then you'll hear about the podcast we're doing. You'll yeah. be able to follow us on Instagram, which is Focus Film Blog. You'll be able to follow us on TikTok, which is Focus Film Blog. You get to see all the really cool posters that come out. You get to see all the related reviews, just some summarization of everything that's gone on. Yeah, read new features. It is out sort of middle of the month. Yeah. Every month. But it's still yet to come out Yeah, this month. So... It's all go, everywhere you look. Twitter next. Twitter next. We're going to conquer Twitter. Yeah. Did you hear my stomach then? It's like your stomach. That was my stomach. It's still it's, going. I fed you. What's going on? It's like, it's like wind. It was lentils. It's like wind in my stomach. Wind then. Do you ever have that? It's not coming out of your ass. It's just yeah, yeah, it's building up. It's yeah. going to work its way down. I don't make audible farts anymore. I used to, but now they just go. <laughs> so like I say, our audible just disappoints. Well, you know what? Um, where you can hear them it's your your arse clapping together really fast so you've lost your arses basically yeah. you need to work out more my arse is so ass. fed up my shit it's not even applauding me anymore thanks for listening please hit that like and subscribe button follow us on instagram at focusfilmblog and read new reviews and features at focusfilms.online with thanks to Charles Whitcomb for the theme music.